Hello, babes, and welcome to episode 46 of the Worth More podcast. I am your host, Cami Bleese, and coming at you hot in the new year, 2020. So excited to be starting this year fresh and ending last year surrounded by friends and family and just feeling so thankful for a chance to you know, reflect on the past and also dream for the future. And I hope that you had an amazing new year and that your 2020 is also off to a great start. But I also want to make sure that we are, I don't know if realistic is the right word about the new year, but I think sometimes we can get really caught up in the pressure of the new year and the new year, new you. I mean, I have seen that everywhere, right? And the reality is, is that it doesn't have to be a new you. Maybe the version of you is an amazing version that you're happy with and you just want to grow that version. And this idea that we have to completely reinvent ourselves every time the new year starts, I think can really set us up to kind of fail in a lot of different ways and then be disappointed that the newest you wasn't as successful. So we're going to dig into that this episode to really try and keep you grounded, keep you focused, and maybe motivate you and help you getting started in this new year in a way that really is sustainable, in a way that really is connected to the person that you ultimately want to be. So that is going to be the focus of this episode. But of course, how am I feeling more worthy? And I think this, you know, as we closed up this year, it was really fun and exciting and challenging to kind of look back on the past year. And for some, I think you were totally ready for 2020. You were like, get this year over with. And for some, you were like, no, this year was awesome. And I think that, you know, every one of us has those peaks and valleys and those ups and downs within our year. But I do think that it's important for all of us to take an opportunity to reflect on those things, good and bad, reflect on those things, ups and downs, and really see like how far I've come. I mean, think about the person that you were at the beginning of this last year, or maybe where you were living or the job that you had or the relationships that you were in. And people obviously were are taking it as far as like, we technically ended a decade. So think about where you were at the beginning of that decade. I mean, TJ and I were joking, like we were just friends. We weren't even dating. And in that, you know, decade, we got engaged or we dated, we got engaged, we got married, we moved a few times, we got new jobs, we changed careers, all of this stuff. And it's really cool to look back and just say, wow, like, look at all the things that I learned. Look at all the things that taught me a lot that were challenging that I don't want to have to deal with again, but look at all the good that happened. And I encourage you that if you really haven't done that yet, take an hour today or even 30 minutes, whatever you can, to really reflect on your past year. I honestly, to be completely fair, I will go back through some of my Instagram posts and be like, what was I doing? Where was I traveling? Where was I going? Because obviously a lot of those times I was sharing very much so highlights of at the time. And and it's fun to look back and see that. And it's also good to be reminded about maybe some of the things that weren't as easy and how far you've come through that. So I really encourage you to reflect, which is what I did. And it really showed me just how good God is in my life and how much he provides for me and how even when things seem unsure or uncertain or I'm struggling with something that everything that I've gone through has gotten me where I am today. And it really made me feel worthy of being right here in this moment, in this time, and that we're all here for a purpose and for a reason. And 
I'm not gonna get it exactly right, but Mel Robbins has this quote and basically says like, you know, there were all of these things that had to align perfectly for you to be created and for you to live right now. And I think that that can be such an amazing thing to remind ourselves of is there's a purpose for you being alive right now, for you being this age, in this city, in this job, in this relationship, or whatever it might look like. There's reason behind that. There's purpose behind that. And you're worth so much more, which is why you're here right now. And I think just being able to reflect on all the things I've been thankful for over the last year and over the last decade, and then allowing myself to really dream for this new year, really to kind of step into that worth, right? I think we all go through that process of trying to establish for ourselves, like, I am worthy, I am worthy, I am worthy. But there's a difference between kind of learning that and living that. And I think this next 2020, I'm really wanting to live that out in my life. I'm wanting to do more things that excite me. I'm wanting to, you know, find more contentment and dream big for my job and and do all these things where I'm really living out worthiness rather than just learning it. So if you need some ideas, maybe you can practice that too. Maybe you need to learn that you're worthy and you're not ready to live it out because you need to learn it still and that's okay too just start wherever you're at and let's use this new year as a chance to kind of reflect and as a chance to also dream as we move forward so i'm gonna have a quick note about our sponsor and then i will talk to you all about embracing yourself and not having to worry about reinventing yourself as you step into the new year So for me, this new year, I think I've approached it a little differently and focused a little more on intentions rather than a lot of really measurable goals. I have some measurable goals, but I think I'm kind of over resolutions. I've said this before, and I'll continue to say it. I think at the end of the day, January 1st is honestly just another day of the year. It doesn't hold this like magical power and it isn't automatically just you're a whole different person because it's January, right? And I think we can feel that way. I think that we can really feel like there's just this crazy amount of potential and everything feels fresh and new and exciting. And in some ways, that's great and that's cool. But at the end of the day, you are still you from December 31st to January 1st, and nothing magical happened. And it's all about your mindset. It's all about the internal shifts and the internal things that you're choosing to accept and choosing to kind of attribute to this time of year. And while that's great, the magic wears off because it's just another day. And that's why by February, most people will no longer be at the gym. Most people will be back to eating and living how they always have, kind of still in the same job, still in the same relationships or whatever. Because instead of looking at their life as like, I have a whole year and hopefully many, many more to accomplish this one thing, I've got to start full tilt immediately and try and get it done as fast as possible. And that ends up burning most people out, right? If you decide that you're going to lose weight, as many a people do in the new year, what do you do? Well, you totally change your workout routine. So if you were like, I never work out, I'm going to work out five days a week because I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to never eat carbohydrates again because I've been told they're evil. I'm only going to eat salad for lunch. I'm going to get 10 hours of sleep, drink 100 ounces of water, and I'm going to start all of that tomorrow. And maybe you do it for like a week. And then you realize that's very hard. That's a lot of change all at once, not sustainable. And by February, 
You feel like the old you again and you feel defeated and you feel like you failed yourself and now you've got to start all over again. The reality is, is this new year doesn't create a new you. You're still you. You still have all the things that you had the day before. And that's great. That's beautiful. We don't need to reinvent ourselves every single year with all these crazy new ideas. You can do that any time of the year. You could do that April 13th. You could do that June 2nd. You could do that August 12th. You could do that any time of year. But we just put so much pressure on the first and what it means that that's the only time we really feel like we have the opportunity for change. Maybe that in like our birthdays, right? We have these pivotal marks that we measure ourselves by. But life and growth isn't like that. It can't be summed up and measured in a simple year or in a simple month or in a simple weight loss plan. It's much more complicated than that. And I think to truly be successful and to truly create a life that we're happy with and a life that we are excited about and excited by, we have to be willing to slow down and be intentional about it. You can't just rush into a brand new life and sustain it. The excitement wears off, the shiny new surface wears off, and then you realize it's hard and change is hard. Our bodies and our minds are not adapted for change. They're adapted for safety and for comfort. So instead of jumping into this new year with tens of goals, I encourage you to start small. So one of the things that I like to do that I think you should try and do maybe is to start with intentions for every single month. And this isn't a matter of like, okay, this month I'm, I only am going to do these measurable goals, right? It might be, I'm going to learn to better accept myself. And that's kind of vague, but there are different opportunities for you to practice that, right? When you see yourself in the mirror, when you say something that you think is funny and maybe nobody else did, you can accept, hey, this is me. This is, you know, maybe I'm quirky, maybe I'm curvy, maybe I'm this, maybe I'm that. And I'm going to learn to accept me as I show up. And that's going to be my intention this month. And when you say, when you have maybe three intentions over the month, it's much more easy to accomplish. And if you can break up your year into 12 months, and then each month have one or two or three smaller intentions, then that compounds over time. So every single month, maybe make a small list of saying, okay, this month I'm going to focus on water, I'm going to focus on affirmations, and I'm going to focus on dancing around my house three times a week. And that's it. That's all you have to do for January. Just those three things. And then maybe you kind of, it becomes more of a habit. So you take those new things into February, but February you have a totally different intention. I'm going to focus on calling my friends and family more. I'm going to focus on saving, you know, I'm not going to go to coffee shops this month. I'm going to save that money and save up for something I'm excited about. Whatever it is, but break down maybe what you think you want your year to look like in general into smaller intentions for the month. And I really live by and value baby steps and small intentions because they are sustainable. And that is how true health happens. That's how true change happens. That's how true growth happens is every single day in a small way, you show up over and over and over. Consistency is significantly more important than, you know, this like crazy, what's the word I really want here? Like consistency is a lot more important than enthusiasm. 
So you can be super enthusiastic to show up for five days, but enthusiasm will wane. And then you miss four or five, and then you start again with very enthusiastic for two. But consistency is key. You don't have to always be enthusiastic. So by breaking down and choosing to set intentions that aren't just physically measured, but are also internally shifts, that is how you will have longer and more sustainable change over the year and over the many, many years of your life. So start by setting a list of intentions each month. If you choose to do this, I just recently posted my 2020 intentions, and I will then do a February and a March and so on and so forth. But I kind of did one year, and this is what the year of intentions, they were certain things that were measurable and certain things that were not. But then in February, I will do much smaller ones that I will focus on specifically for February. So if you need some inspiration, go check out my Instagram page. It's one of my more recent posts, and you can get some ideas for yourself. So start off with intentions. The second thing that I really want to remind you is I want you to settle into who you truly are, not who you think you should be, not this new version of yourself. You, this person, is capable of growth and is capable of change and is capable of all of these amazing dreams that you have for yourself. But that isn't a new version of you. That's just you growing. So instead of thinking that you have to become this crazy different person to be successful or to be happy, you're already there. You are already capable of that. That is already within you because it's you. You just have to take the steps to get there. So it's not reinventing yourself. It's not becoming who your friends or your family or the world or the culture told you to be to be successful. It's looking at yourself and saying, who do I truly think I am and what do I truly think I'm capable of? And dreaming in that and believing bigger things than maybe you've been told and not, you know, being too hard on yourself at all. But, but acknowledge who are you in this moment and who do you really want to be? And be okay and embrace the fact that the you that you are right now is already enough. You don't have to change drastically and be new and shiny because everything that's new still gets old. So you are already this version of yourself and you can work to create the next version. You are fully capable of change and growth, but it isn't a new you. It's just a growing you. So kind of sit with that truth and sit with that and and start to work on, okay, like who do I really feel like I'm supposed to be? Not who your parents told you to be or your friends or who you think the culture told you to be. I, I really feel like a lot of us sometimes can struggle to differentiate between those things. So you do have to quiet yourself. You do have to quiet your mind and quiet kind of some of the outside, you know, noise and decide who am I? And who do I think the world needs right now? Why was I created and in this time right now? And how can I step into becoming that person, that version of that person every single day? To do that kind of goes into step three is you need to connect with yourself on a deeper level. It's very easy to believe that, okay, this year I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to get a boyfriend and I'm going to, I don't know, travel a whole bunch. And those are fine goals, but ultimately, why you want those goals is much more important than those goals themselves. And a lot of the times, you want to lose weight, not because you just want to be thinner, but because what you believe being thin will bring you. 
Oftentimes you want a relationship, not because you truly want to be with someone, but you're tired of being lonely and you don't know how to kind of keep functioning in that without feeling sad or insecure. And maybe you want to travel the world because you don't like the life that you've created for yourself. Or maybe you want to travel to get away from something. Or maybe you want to actually travel to experience new cultures and you wish that you could actually do that in a greater capacity and more often. But there's always deeper reasons why we want to do certain things. And I encourage you this year to connect deeper with yourself. It's so much easier, I get it, to like listen to the outside noise and be told this is why you do this and this is why you need this and this is why you should eat that. But you have those answers. You are fully capable of knowing that. But too many of us are too busy and too distracted to actually know what we like, what we don't like, what we want, and what we don't want. And instead of another year where you're almost numb to what you truly need and you're solely kind of basing it off of outside circumstances, I challenge you to connect deeper with yourself. One of the ways that I really practice doing that is through intuitive eating. It's been crazy to realize, wow, my body totally tells me when I'm hungry. Wow, it totally tells me when I'm full. Tells me when I'm thirsty. Tells me when it didn't like that I ate something. It tells me those things. But oftentimes I was never interested in listening. I was too busy. I was following a diet. I was following a program. I wasn't eating anyways. Whatever it was. But by connecting with yourself on a deeper level, you will better know when something aligns and when something doesn't. And that could be a job, that could be a friendship, that could be an activity, that could be anything. But you should know the best version of you. You should be able to know yourself. And one way that you can really learn about yourself and connect deeper with yourself is through therapy. That was one of my 2020 intentions. I fully intend to go to therapy more this year. Go to therapy at all. I think that better understanding myself makes me a better spouse, makes me a better friend, makes me a better coach, makes me a better wife, makes me a better person, daughter, whatever. But sometimes it can be hard or confusing or muddled, and that's okay. And that's okay to ask for help. So this year, when you understand that who you are is enough already, you don't need to be the shiny new version, then get connected deeper to you. Then go deeper. And that will also help guide maybe the intentions that you want to set for this year and this month. The next thing is it's important to start over at any time. And I kind of touched on this a little bit before, but I think some of us can feel like, oh my gosh, if I'm not successful by this date, then I just should give up. Or I really botched this and... I'm just going to wait until next year or whatever it is. But like I said, January 1st is an arbitrary date (laughs) that we've given a lot of meaning to. And you can start over at any time. You could live the next six months of your life in a way that you might not really wish you did. And you could start over as soon as you realize that and as soon as you decide that. And that's beautiful. That is a powerful thing. To decide, okay, I have the freedom to live, but I also have the freedom to start over and to start again and start fresh and new. And that's why I love the new year because of this idea that everything feels a little new. But we can do that any day. So 
pay attention to yourself and as you get deeper connected, you'll realize if the the way that you're walking, the way that you're leaning is aligned with where you really want to go or if it isn't. And as you connect and as you have that better awareness, you can realize, okay, I need to refocus, I need to refresh, and I need to start again. And you can start back from square one. And the final thing that as you start back, be okay with taking small baby steps. Baby steps are beautiful. Baby steps are how most of us walk and run and become very successful. That's like the cheesiest analogy, right? But like babies obviously don't come out of the womb walking and running. They start small. But that's how all of us should have to do. That's how all of us should look at any change within our life is you can't just come out walking and running and changing everything. Start small. Find accountability. Find something you're excited about. Choose one thing rather than 10 things. We've, we've kind of lived, you know, I think I was definitely a example of this is like every year was almost the same kind of thing, right? Every year I was like, I'm going to be healthier this year. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to eat better. I'm going to work out almost every day. I'm going to do this. And then every year I wouldn't. And then the next year, okay, new me, new goals, new focus. I'm going to be healthier. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to, and on and on and on. Until finally I realized it was all kind of BS, all kind of smoke and mirrors. And that I would rather start at any time and start slower. Because if I could start slower, I could connect better with those goals, appreciate the steps that I had taken. And then when I look back, I'd be like, holy crap. I went from, it's like training for a half marathon. I went from barely being able to run three miles, barely, to running 13.1. That didn't happen because I just walked out one day and was like, "Mm, I'm going to go run 13.1. No. Baby steps. Small compounding change over time. Created a version of me that was capable of running that. I was always capable. But the small consistency over time allowed for that to become possible. So instead of trying to shift everything at once, start more with intentions rather than these super measurable goals. And you can have some, of course, it's good to measure goals. But be intentional. Dig deeper than like, I'm going to drink more water. Set intentions of how you're going to treat yourself and treat people every single month. And think about the person that you'll be of 12 months of those different intentions really, really focused on. The Happiness Project is a great book that really kind of digs into that. Basically, the author Gretchen Rubin kind of researches what are you know all the main ways that people say make you happy and then every month she focuses on a handful of those and talks about how it made her feel talks about her reflection on that talks about her family's response her body's response her mind's response and that's great you learn about things that you like and you don't like and you can also sustain them because you're not trying to change everything at once so start with intentions work on settling into who you truly are Not the new, new you or who the world told you to be or who you're expected to be. The person and the version that you are listening to right, right now is that version that is fully capable of all this change and growth. You don't need to be new. You just need to start. So then you need to connect with yourself on a deeper level to know what you need and what you truly want for yourself. You can start over at any time. If you feel like you kind of got off track, that's okay. Nobody's perfect. Life is hard and busy. 
And you can start over at any time. There's no shame in that. And be able to celebrate small baby steps. Be open to change taking longer than a month or longer than a year. Oftentimes, we really overestimate what we can do in a year and underestimate what five years of that would look like. So just let this year be part of that bigger picture. And realize that a month or two months or six months or a year in a span of five years or ten years of doing that is this piece of the puzzle of this greater, bigger picture. But then it takes some of the stress off of having to change all of it in one month. So this new year, I challenge you and encourage you to think about yourself differently, to think about what's available to you differently, and to realize that you're already worthy and capable of all of those things. You might just need to approach it differently than you have. And that's what I had to do. I had to shift. I almost like don't, for the last couple years, didn't even really do resolutions because I was like, it's arbitrary. I have the goals that I've had. I'm working on them, but I'm learning to look at it differently, which is why this year I focused on it differently and I'm able to celebrate it differently. But it also isn't about my body or drinking more water only, right? It's bigger and it's deeper than that in some ways. So I am wishing you the happiest new year, an exciting 2020. I would love to hear what some of your goals are, some of your intentions are. If you do end up sharing anything like that out, tag me or send it to me. I'm just curious. I would love to know. Don't forget to to subscribe to the podcast, rate and review if you have a second. I always appreciate it. And I will be talking to you so soon. Happy new year. (music) 